Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Four Pointers Fantasy League podcast. I'm Jake, and I'm uh, joined by Trent. Trent, how's it going? I'm good, Jake. We're about to go off to Magic Round. So, you know, it's hard to not feel the magic in the air. <laughs> it's just, the excitement's yeah. powerful. Yeah, but this is a Fantasy League podcast about fantasy NRL. We use the nrl.com.au metrics and uh, making sure we get that in nice and early, Jake. Because we always forget. It. Yeah, nailed <laughs> it. Um, we're to jump right into our rankings uh, in round 10, I was um, 38,271, <laughs> but my overall rank is still at 14,397. Where are you sitting? Nice. So last round, I was 29,939, and overall rank is 22,993. So you've still comfortably got me on the uh, total rank, but I got you uh, last week overall. Yeah, it's been a wild mistress, but I had an easy game, so I got, <laughs> I got by. Uh, so we'll, ju- we'll jump right into looking at the team sheets, seeing what stands out to us. I think a lot of people are going to be dealing with the problem of Ryan Pappenhausen uh, not being out after four weeks. I think when the season first started, everyone tried to fit into Desco Ponga and Pappenhausen. Pappenhausen's the only one that's really kicked on all year. Teddy's been in good form in recent weeks, while Ponga's probably had the worst fantasy league season of his life, yeah. despite having a game of over 100. So it'll be, uh, I think, a lot of people trying to figure out who to even replace Ryan Pappenhausen with. If you if you didn't have Nico Hines, you could try to upgrade that, but... Uh, if you're looking for a like-for-like, like, I think we were just talking about it before, Tommy Turbo's probably your best chance, or like I did, downgrade the Ponga to get extra money to make another move. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, what are we at, Trevojevic? He's uh, at 7.25, so he'd be pretty much, you'd save a little bit of cash going from Pappenhausen to Trevojevic, um, but it just depends on what you've got in the rest of your team, where, whether you've got some uh, areas of opportunity, which uh, in my team it definitely is. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Papadowson obviously struggles to play uh, Magic Ground. He played, I think, was it 10, 10 minutes last year and got uh, got injured. So he uh, misses out uh, again this year, which is uh, which is disappointing because he's always uh, always good to watch, even though he is a former Tigers player. <laughs> yeah, we can say about most of the good players yeah, from the league. This is true. Uh, over at the Bulldogs, Payne Haas and Kirk Kate Well are both back. Um, not exactly like for like, but uh, Capewell is a good fantasy player, but Payne Haas obviously in the top five in the league. I think most people held him for the week um, so they could put it back in the team. Be surprised how if many people had traded him out, but you never know. Let's go to the lab now and check it out. So um, this week he had whatever fine you find this bottom right right. 14,000 people sold him (laughs) yeah and 10 bars so (laughs) who knows (laughs) that makes yeah it makes no sense if you missed him out held him out for this week why would you just keep him I mean he does have a break even of 79 which he has got off scores more than that but it's uh yeah it's a bit of an odd one too yeah, he's still owned by 31% though, but he's back this week. I think he's a vice captain option for people that don't have both Cleary and Hines. I'll be, um, I think he's, you'd probably say he's your clear number three yep. so far in the year. So that's a pretty big inclusion. I think a lot of people would have held on to him. So it'd be interesting to see. Um, that makes much of an impact. Most people cancel each other out because he was the early captain's favourite with Cleary out for the year and people not knowing what to expect from Nico Hines. So with, uh, th- with 30%, there's a good chance that you'll come up with a team that has him. Kurt Capewell, less popular, but still handy. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's scored uh, pretty good. He's scored relatively well. 
Um, yeah, won't be obviously isn't as many teams, but um, yeah, for people that do own him, the four point five percent of people that do own him, uh, yeah, they'll be uh, happy to happy to see him back. And Jake Tohu Harris is back. First game of the year. Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, back for the to start. Well, we missed the start of the year. He did his, I think it was ACL at the end of last year. One point three percent of people have owned him, so. Um, I don't know whether that's well it's seven buys and three sells this week. So there's been a one, probably a one point three percent of people that have had him since round well since <laughs> over the last couple of weeks, which may be a bit of an odd decision having seven hundred sixty three thousand dollars uh not being played. But yeah, he's back this week. He was a good scorer. It was a bit of a fancy gun uh, last year, and that's why his price is so high. But we'll just have to wait and see whether or not that's uh, reflective going forward. Yeah, it'll be interesting how it checks out. Could be another potential player in a pretty down year when it comes to standouts. Uh, Cam Murray is out for the Rabbitohs, captain of the side, um, sitting out this week for Magic Round. Captaincy going to Cody Walker. I think Cam Murray is a, was a very popular option in the middle this year, so I think a lot of teams will be feeling the pinch. Yeah, bless you. Uh, so, I was hoping to cover that up. Do you think it made it a little hack? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, 11.7% of people own him. He's at nearly 900k. Um, so, yeah, I think he's out four to six weeks, the rumour is. So um, I think there were the potential. You definitely look to similar Pappenhausen to still. If you've got him and Pappenhausen, you can basically just put any player you want in the comp and because uh, you're basically two of the most expensive players in the game. So... Uh, yeah, fr- frustrating for people that have owned him, but he'll uh, yeah he'll be uh, out for a little while. Yeah, I think uh, it would, like you said, there's a few higher quality players out, so it gives you a real chance to reshape your roster. Like Cleary Hines, if you have them, it gives you an opportunity to bring them in. I think uh, the mo- um, speaking of Hines, Nico Hines named a fullback the final notable notable from this week's team lists. I think. After scoring 132, don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> he scored really well for um, for them last for the Storm last year at fullback, which ironically, Magic Round is where his season kicked off last year. This is true. Ryan Pappenhausen being taken out by Tyrell Fumi. Fumi Mayona. Yep, that, there you go. That's why I keep you around. The tongue of a savant. <laughs> so, yeah, so him going at fullback will be interesting. We haven't seen him play fullback for the Sharks, what that structure is going to look like, how much he's going to touch the ball. You'd imagine that based off the way Craig was given his coach, though, that no matter where Hines plays, they'll find a way to get him the ball and make an impact. So, it'll be interesting. But I'm going to stick with Nathan Cleary as my captain this week because there's one too many question marks on the hot hand of Nico Hines. Yeah, obviously, like you said, he's untested this year. He played a bit of fullback last week when Kennedy uh, got sent off, but. You know, he was still up in the line as the attacking halfback, um, doing a lot of the set plays and, and the set kicking as well. Now with Trindle coming into the side, you'd imagine he'll probably take a lot of that um, that off, but there, there might be still an opportunity for Hines to kick. Um, so hopefully it'd be more maybe try assists and potential tries um, to, to score. But like you said, yeah, uh, Cleary's more tried and, and tested as a, uh, as a fantasy gun um, and, and as a captain option for, for this week, even though they're playing uh, the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, wise, wise words. Um, for what normally I'm the creative force on this program, <laughs> but we're gonna for this week's super special mega segment. Jake is going. The magic came has up, gone into me. Yeah, the magic of magic rounds going into him. Uh, real deep in there, <laughs> and he's uh picked this week's topic, and we we're gonna play a game because he's a child. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the game is basically we're going to pick the highest score in each position for Magic Round. Uh, we, we chose these beforehand. 
we anticipate Barack to see him at first, and I got absolutely screwed. <laughs> it was an absolute joke. Well, I feel like it was I came up with the idea, so I should have been rewarded for the... Uh, I got the- to pick Senna, Edge, and Hooker. You got to pick an additional one, by the way. Yeah. Plus wing fullback, the halves... <laughs> And the middle. The middle. <laughs> and the wild card. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, that's the luck of the draw. You should have won uh, Scissors, Paper, Rock, and you would have been fine. I should have known you weren't brave enough to throw rock. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So, Jake, take us off. You went first. You picked wing fullback. Who are you going with? I went for the uh, outrageous decision of picking Nico Hines. Um, yeah, even though he hasn't played fullback. Uh, you know, he's put up 132 last week. Uh, he's still going to score well at fullback. Uh, so, uh, for me, it was a, a bit of a no-brainer uh, to have the advantage in this one. And, uh, yeah, pick Nico Hines. Yeah, I picked James Desco because Nico Hines wasn't available. <laughs> uh, he's been scoring pretty well the last few weeks, even though it might not be translating to looking slick on the paddock. He's been trying hard, which has turned into a few. Last week, so yeah, so, yeah, help. So, he's been putting up some decent scores. Um, still doesn't feel like it's sustained, but with Ryan Pappenhausen out, Nico Hines off the board, it really came down to Dvojevic, Ponga, or Teddy. I felt more comfortable going with the tried true hand of Teddy over the up and down of Ponga and Turbo still trying to find the form he had last year. Yep. So I, lucky me, got to pick center. <laughs> uh, and I went with Telekai, even though he's kind of tapered off form the last two weeks. History would indicate he's due for another explosion. He's up against Canberra, who's been struggling. They've also been very up and down who's been playing on their edges. So having a Talakai out there, a magic round, he might be able to get up for the game and uh, get me one of the wins. What about you, Jake? Yeah, so Who's this, your one, center? this one was a tough one. I uh, was tossing up, obviously, yeah, I think we originally you originally had you and Aiken change it to Talakai. I could have gone with you and Aiken. Um, but I actually went, well, it's not really left field. It's a little bit, he's the fourth most expensive center, uh, in the game. And that's Katoni Staggs. Uh, I think a Friday night against Manly, even though they're the away team, it'll be a home game for them. So, uh, I think he'll go big. And, uh, yeah, he's, that's why I think he's a, a good option for, for who might pick as for center of, uh, the magic round. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Now, shock us. Shock us with your halves <laughs> choice because you got to pick the halves as well. Yeah, I went for Jackson Hastings. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I uh, I went for Nathan Cleary. That's what? a that's a pick and pick and uh, or set and forget uh, as a captain option. And if I'm going to pick the best player to score from a halves perspective, uh, it was going to be Nathan Cleary. So yeah, that was a no brainer. Yeah, I played it safe, putted around, went with Daily Cherry Evans for my selection. I think uh, he's probably the safest bet week in week out behind Nathan Cleary. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, uh, no, you got to pick. I got to pick yes. the edges. I went with Isaiah Papalili. Uh, he's obviously cutting close to 900,000 value. He's on 65 average, and he's been scored in the 80s a few times the last few weeks. So it's hard to go past him there, so I had to lock him in. Yeah, for uh, Edge, there wasn't a, a lot of options outside of uh, Papali. He's been an absolute gun. Uh, could have gone for someone like Toby Harris first game back. Obviously, you were taking Talakai. Uh, at center, so I went for another bit of a left field one. I went for Tamita Pangai Jr. He could get ten, he could get a hundred. Who knows? Um, he could, but well, uh, I've uh, I've picked him uh, against uh, the Knights, who haven't been traveling too well, and uh, so there's an option that he could he could go big. So uh, yeah, that's why I went with Pangai Jr. Uh, at hooker, I got one of the few ones that was decent pick. Missed uh, the middles, man. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the middles, 
Jake, you got another pick another one. Yes, I picked uh, the mo- most predictable paint half. So again, yeah, you've uh, just got the top three players in the league. <laughs> well, this is the luck of the draw. You, like I said, you win the scissors, paper, rock. You can uh, pick all the good players. But yeah, I picked paint Haas. He's still I, I, there's still question marks over that that shoulder injury. Um, I don't think he will play big minutes, but he's just such a gun that even in the small, if he plays less minutes, he'll still um, he'll still still score pretty well. So that's why I've gone Payne Haas. As I've gone with Isaiah, pa- oh no, I have not. I've gone with Isaiah. Yeah, yes, say all the Isaiah. <laughs> yeah, when Isaiah, you know, he's um he started the year really strong, tapered off a bit in the middle, but he's been going strong again. Not a no, doesn't get the big scores of a pain Haas, but he's very consistent. So I'm hoping that his consistency will pay off, and I'll be able to snag the middle category in this little game of ours. But yeah, Isaiah, yeah, um, I got to pick Hooker, which I tried to talk about before, and just glaze <laughs> over the middle. Uh, I went with Harry Grant, the top hooker in the league. Uh, he's been scoring for fun lately. He's got an average of sixty six point four. So easy choice. Yeah, so obviously a similar thing of you having the good players in the positions you had. I've gone for a bit of a left-field one. I've gone Ruben Cotter against the Tigers. Um, Cowboys have been playing pretty well. Uh, Ruben Cotter's been scoring quite well as well. So uh, with the Tigers, who knows what team will turn up. And uh, if, yeah, if they get a fair bit of uh, points behind them and they run over them, then yeah, Ruben Cotter could be a good option to, uh, to score. Yeah, nice. And then we've added one more category, wild card. We've got to pick anyone from the leftovers. Who did you go with? Uh, I went with Matt Burton. So You're loving the Bulldogs. Yeah, a bit of a Bulldogs thing, yeah. Uh, well, Newcastle last year, the Tigers got up against him at Magic Round, so maybe the Bulldogs will do the same this year. Yeah. Fun fact, um, in 2020, the Knights played... Uh, not 2020, uh, 2019. 2019. They played the Bulldogs Magic Round and won, so it's history. Yeah, yeah maybe. So. History. But, uh, yeah, I've gone Burton. Yeah. Um, he's been scoring pretty well now, pretty much since I've traded him out of my team. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think he could uh, could go big. I've gone with Mr. Popular, Cameron Munster. Everyone wants to give him the bag. I've given him a selection here. <laughs> um, just Storm going so well. The big players tend to score well in big games, even though they're more low scoring. Lots of tackle breaks, lots of ball touches, less mistakes, more time with the ball moving on the field. So uh, in the big game between the Storm and Penrith, I've gone with Cameron Munster as my wild card selection. I think that brings us to an end of our experiment. We'll have the results next week Jake but you must be feeling quietly confident this is just <laughs> a, a, absurd I've got like yeah, three of the best players unless there's any uh, shockers and uh, some left field decisions I, I think I'm yeah quietly confident but quietly no confident. my luck they'll uh, they'll score terribly yeah well I'm not going to put anything on the line because <laughs> yeah. I'm not confident not at all yeah. but uh, I will say thank you and good night fantasy league Woo. enjoy magic crap <laughs>